Welcome to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast, where we feature expert thought leaders and cover the best strategies, stories, and psychology you need to land big ticket clients. Because as you know, you can't catch a whale with a worm. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay with Big Ticket Clients, and I am very proud to introduce you today to my friend, Mr. Dan Forbes. Dan, how are you doing today? Doctor, I am I am fine as a frog hair. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that before. You probably have. I, you, you know, know, I have not heard that one before, but but that's good. You know, Dan, I have, I have to ask you. You're, you are just a wealth of information and and good jokes, as I've just seen now. Where are you located? You're you're somewhere in Austin, I know, but where exactly are you located? Yeah, so I'm in Cedar. I'm in Cedar Park, and uh, you know, for your listeners, Cedar Park is just north of. Uh, the Austin, Texas uh, city city limits, and it's a great city, about 67,000 people. The whole Austin uh, MSA, as they call it, has about 2 million uh, people now. So I'm a transplant from Florida to Austin. To, to Austin. And and actually, I've been here, what, four or five years now? I'm not really officially an Austinite, right? So how long have you been here? You know, it takes 30 years before they consider you, uh, you know, an Austin person. But what about you? How long have you been here? Yeah. Yeah, we should figure out because I moved here in October of 2014. So ah. probably, you know, back at the same time as you. I, I don't know. Maybe you got here a little bit before I did or, yeah. or, or vice versa. Yeah. But I haven't been here too long. Yeah. No, no. That, that's so cool. Didn't, and, know Didn't know anyone when I moved here uh, except my uh, except my stepson. Yeah. And, and you know what's amazing about that is you came here cold and boy, look at the network that you've built. And really, that's one of the things I want to talk about today, because for anyone listening, I want you to know that of all the guests I've ever had, Dan Forbes is by far my teacher when it comes to referral and event marketing. Dan is just amazing at that. So Dan, you're going to have to live up to that now. I want I want you to teach us your, all of your skills. Just tell us everything. No, but but seriously, Dan, I want to hear your story. How did you get here? How did you move from Florida, you're a man of many talents, many abilities. How did you get to become, you know, this this guy with all the resilience, you, you know, the stuff you've had to been th- to go through? How did you get here? Yeah, and I love that you use that word resilience because that's a word that uh, really means a lot to me. You know, uh, our our nation, uh, you know, going back to the real estate crash, as I would call it, and the, and the whole economic crash of two thousand and eight. People have seen so many changes take place uh, in their personal lives. And my story goes back, you know, even before that. So I've had uh, I've had a career path. If you could see me draw a zigzag uh, here, uh, my career path has sort of looked like that. But it but it has one theme through it. And I'll just say that theme has always been others. That's Mm. the theme. Mm. But my first uh, career path was as. As a minister, so I, I was a pastor. Uh, that was my profession. I uh, I have a bachelor's degree in Bible. I have a master's degree in divinity, and I pastored for you know over fifteen years. And then, uh, unfortunately, I went through uh, a divorce. And the denomination that I was serving, if you were the pastor and went through the divorce. Uh, a, a divorce. Uh, you, you. It was basically the end of your pastoral career, which, which was unfortunate. But uh, I, I'm also an entrepreneur at heart, and even, even when I was pastoring, I was thinking, you know, uh, I, I would love to own my own business one of these days. So, 
when I left the ministry, I actually uh, got a real estate license in Florida. And I had uh, I actually went down to the public library because here I was a master of divinity and, and out in the business world, you know, having that on your resume, I, it doesn't say much, you know, to <laughs> yeah. the corporate world. Yeah. So I went down to the library and started looking at books and, and thinking, okay, could I see myself doing this or that or the other? And I found a book by Tommy Hopkins. Mm. Tommy Hopkins is uh, now a motivational speaker. If he's still doing that, he may be retired. And he was a, a real estate agent and built a, a great career. And when I saw what he did, I asked myself, can I see myself, see myself doing this? And I remember one of his key strategies was writing thank you notes every day. Thank you notes to people and building relationships. Mm-hmm. I said, I can build relationships. I mean, that, that that's what I've been doing. Yeah. So um, I, I, tr- I took my skills, brought them in the real estate industry, um, had, had great success, built a real estate team, uh, worked with Remax for a number of years. And uh, I'm a Remax agent here in Texas, but then opened up my own brokerage uh, for a team that I had built. Had a great, great uh, uh, run for about 13 years. And then basically my business got wiped out by the real estate crash of 2008. Wow. Um, so I actually left the industry, got hired by Merrill Lynch, became a financial advisor, mm-hmm. uh, led, uh, partnered uh, with an experienced advisor, built a team and started coaching that team. And by the way, I was coaching my real estate team, having hired multiple coaches yeah. for myself. And you're a coach, so you know what that's like. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then uh, after uh, being disillusioned with a big corporate environment, um, I uh, was ready to move to Texas. My wife wanted to move to Texas because we had a grandbaby here, had a son that moved here. They've been here about 15 years now. So we moved to Texas. I launched a, a, a one-on-one personal coaching practice and got traction in the real estate industry because of my background of having a team selling a hundred plus homes a year. And, and my love for coaching helped me to launch that business. And I built in about 18 months, a really good part-time income uh, out of that basically. And I was coaching some great realtors here in Austin. I was doing some training with some great real estate uh, brokerages I said, you know, I want to get back to what I really love, and that's working with people, helping them buy homes and sell homes. And so uh, I, I made that transition. That's what I've been doing now for a few a few years. I'm with Remax One here in Cedar Park, Texas, serving the greater Austin area. So I've had that zigzag uh, pattern yeah. of my career. Really, it's always been about uh, about others, but it's certainly a story of resilience in in, in my mind. You know, when, when you talk about the word others. I can, I can, I am a testimony to, to, to what you do because whenever you put together your events and you invite all of us, your focus is never on you. It's on how can I make these guys successful? How can I help them increase their authority in their marketplace? And look, I can tell you, everyone sees that, Dan, right? I, I was in a conversation with someone and he was saying, you know what? The hero of this show is making everyone else heroes, but he, the real hero here is Dan because he knows how to build relationships. So you got to tell us, how do you go from, you know, this idea, you, you told me about relationships versus transactions. What is yeah. the difference for you and how do you make sure you're focusing on others and relationships? And that's just something that's so hard for so many people. Yeah. Well, one of the things I would say uh, to many uh, entrepreneurs out there, because many entrepreneurs turn to networking 
mm-hmm. right, to build their business. I mean, networking is the cheapest thing that you can do. Yeah. And in the long run, building relationships is the most valuable uh, thing uh, for, for anyone's business. And so to me, it is about relationships over transactions, and it, it's about giving to others. So to someone that's listening, you know, that wants to learn to be a great networker and build a business by referral, I would say, Forget everything you learned at the $99 seminar that you went to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In other words, don't complicate it, first of all. You know, to me, networking isn't about getting the right elevator uh, pitch. Matter of fact, I hate that expression. Mm. You know, you're in an elevator, people are trapped, and you got 90 seconds, and, and you're telling them how great you are. Exactly. Right? It's all about you. <laughs> and if those doors would open, you know, everybody would jump out. Yeah. Even if they fell down the elevator shaft. <laughs> it's not about even refining your, your unique selling proposition, although I believe you should have one. It's not about becoming more interested. And it's not about getting people to say, wow, tell me more about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, what's wrong with that approach is that you are making it all about you instead of making it about others. So the key is to make your networking about about others. You know, you, you had said something earlier that I think you almost said now, but I want to make sure that, that, that you kind of remind us what you meant. You had said to me that it's not about being interesting. It's about being yeah. interested in others. Is that, is that kind of what you were trying to explain to me earlier? Absolutely. And when I was in financial services, you know, uh, I remember being in a class and they were making us come up with these elevator pitches and, mm-hmm. you know, how do you describe yourself? And, and the most, one of the most popular things out there was, oh, say, uh, you know, when someone asks you, what do you do? Don't say I'm a financial advisor. Say I help people sleep at night. <laughs> and I can tell you still to this day, when I run into financial services guys, that's what they lead with. I help people sleep at night. And I, I know, oh, you've been to that elevator pitch, yeah, pitch training. Seminar, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, what I'd love to say is quit focusing on trying to make yourself interesting to other people mm-hmm. and instead focus on being interested in other people. And you know what? Anybody can do that. That is such a powerful uh, piece of advice. In fact, um, a lot of what you're saying is lining up with my beliefs regarding what I call small ticket marketing strategies, which are all about how interesting you are versus versus big ticket marketing strategies, which is all about how interested are you in that specific big ticket client. But on that note, let's talk a little bit about your event marketing strategy, which I think is just World class, but maybe I'm biased because you've used me on some of your um, events as the musician on there, and I love doing that, so I'm biased. But <laughs> but no, tell us, how did you come up with creating these events that are so disarming, they're so fun, you've got music playing, you've got people eating. How is that working, and how did you come up with that idea? It's a wonderful idea here in Austin. Yeah. Well, you know... Um you know, I would ask people, I would ask your audience, who has trouble sometimes finding really good networking events to go to? And, and I mean an event that you can go to and find high quality people. Who has trouble doing that? A lot of people have yeah. trouble doing yeah. that. You know, who shows up at an event and, and find that there are multiple of your competitors at that event? So it's hard for you to stand out. Right? That's right. Or, or who feels uncomfortable 
uh, talking to strangers. Uh, like everyone? Right? <laughs> yeah, like, like everyone? That's the number one fear. So I think the event is to, uh, or, or the solution is to create your own event. Create your own events that you invite people to and, and you build your own events in order to um, connect and engage with others. Now, uh, you want me to say more? Well, the key word there, I love what you just said, is others, right? It's not a platform yeah. for you to say, hey, here's my stuff. Right, right. for showing it, up. Let it, me. it truly yeah. is a platform for you to create that connection for others. And I know when I come to your events, uh, there's barely a mention of Dan Forbes, right? It is really, hey, how can how can you guys connect and things like that? Now, on that note, let's talk about your ideal clients, okay? Today, in okay. the business that you've formed now, um, who are your ideal clients and what challenges do they have typically? Yeah, yeah, that that's a great question. You know, I mean, what I do is simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I'm a realtor. Uh, I'm a real estate agent. So I help people buy homes and I help people sell homes. But, you know, when I say that, that that's a transaction. Mm. I mean, there's a lot going on behind that. So sometimes, you know, my client uh, is a seller who is going through a divorce or it's a seller who has lost their their spouse of, of, of 40 years. Or it's a young couple who has gotten married and, and they're buying their first home. Um, it is someone who is moving from Oklahoma to Austin, and they're all excited because they've got this new job. So those are the kind of people that I really love working with, that they, they've got major life events going on, and they are looking for someone who can help make the process of buying a home or selling a home uh, fun even uh, or, or smooth or, or hassle free. Uh, they need, they need a guide. They need, need a navigator. They need, they need a friend in the business. Mm. So that's, um, you know, that's the short answer. You know, you know, Dan, what's interesting about that answer again is your focus on relationship and your focus on others. Because I, I know for a fact that your biggest marketing strategy is referral, referral marketing, word of mouth. Uh, people tell other people about Dan Forbes. In fact, the first time we met, I think you invited me out to uh, coffee or something. And I was just stunned at how much you truly cared. <laughs> like this guy, this guy cares about me. He wants to be my friend. And I, you weren't selling me anything. I didn't have a house to to sell. But I can tell you now... I, I'm not going anywhere without calling Dan Forbes if it has to do with the house <laughs> because yeah, you've made such yeah. a powerful connection for me. So give us a sense of, you know, the, the marketing and sales strategy. If you were to teach other people who are looking to sell mm -hmm. things, because that's our audience really are people who um, are, are coaches or consultants and they're in the business of marketing yeah. and selling. So what would you advise about how to stand out in your industry because you definitely stand out. You are not a regular, you know, person who sells homes. You are Dan Forbes, <laughs> which yeah, to me is yeah. different. So how, how do you get people, how do you help people stand out? I know it's a long question, but how do yeah, you do that? that? That's okay. Well, let me say uh, in, uh, in 2016, 
when I transitioned from coaching realtors and doing real estate coaching back into working as a realtor, um, I realized my database mm-hmm. uh, now was my competition. I mean, uh, you know, they're not going to buy from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not going to call me because that's their business. So mm-hmm. I actually started out with zero. And now I've got probably about 300 relationships in my database. And I've got about 500 and something people on my, my weekly email that goes out. But how I've gotten to where I am, and, and I'm just barely scratching the surface, I expect that to be in the thousands here in just a few years, is I go out to where people are. Mm-hmm. So I go to the Chamber of Commerce luncheons. I go to Chamber of Commerce after hours. I go to some meetups. I go to other events. Uh, I go out to where people are, and I have a goal then of meeting someone at each event that I go to mm-hmm. that that person seems interesting to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Notice I didn't say they seem interested in it, me. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting to me. And I'd like to get to know them better. Mm. And, and, and so I come away from that event, usually with their business card or their contact information. And then I'll reach back to them and I'll say, Hey, you know what? I'd love to learn more about you. Could we maybe sit down over, uh, over a cup of coffee? Mm. Right. And I don't say lunch because buying someone a cup of coffee is cheaper than buying them lunch. <laughs> There's a strategy right there. Huh? Right? So I get the biggest ROI with a, you know, a $2 cup of coffee. And, and then when, when I'm having that one on one meeting, so that here's, here's the strategy for anybody out there. Go to the big events to find mm-hmm. one or two or three people that you want to have a one-on-one meeting with. Mm-hmm. And then at the one-on-one meeting, make it all about them and not about you. Wow. And and for all those situations where we just want the sale and it's like, where's that instant gratification? You're saying, hold back, hold back. Don't, don't, don't push the lever. Make it about no. them and, and just let the relationship, you know, live is what you're saying. Yeah, don't be that guy. I mean, we've all been at these <laughs> events. You know, Chamber of Commerce is, is famous for it. And there's the guy that goes around with a stack of business cards and he says, here, 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 yeah. here, here. You know, he's like a dealer at a blackjack table. <laughs> and uh, he's saying, you know, who do you know? Yeah. Who do you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm selling pens and pencils today. You know, uh, who do you know? What, what can you give but me? <laughs> let me say this about the one-on-one. So uh, someone might say, well, how do you, what do you mean? How do you do that? How do, how do you make it about them? So, so, so there's, there's three things. Mm-hmm. Number one, tell me your story. Those Ooh. words. Ooh. So when you meet with someone, sit down and, and say, Hey, I'm so glad we can meet over a cup of coffee. You know what? Tell me your story. Dan, do you have that trademarked? Because I love that. I am writing it down and I'm going to share it with the group. Don't you steal it. Don't yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not going to steal it, but I think you should trademark it. You got to. It's perfect. <laughs> it's now officially trademarked uh, via podcast. Uh, it is protected forever. It is protected. I'll have to make sure. Via podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of my relationships, and I sort of laugh about it today. And if he's, if he listens to this, he'll know who it is. Uh-huh. It, uh, this was, uh, oh, I know, a, few, a couple years ago now, maybe longer. So I met with him, a cup of coffee at Panera Bread, and I said, tell me your story. Yeah. 45 minutes later, <laughs> he's still talking. 
And at the end, and at the end of it, he's like, "Boy, Dan, I just love talking with you." <laughs> but he, you didn't yeah. say anything. <laughs> no, I mean, he leaves saying that was a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, number one, tell me your story. Number two, listen. Mm, nice. Look, look. Think about social media. What's going on in social media today? Everybody's telling you something about them. Yes. Right? Everybody's talking. I mean, I love Twitter. I got 59,000 followers on Twitter. I used to host a tweet chat. But Twitter is like standing in a room of a 1,000 people with everybody talking at the same time. Everybody loves talking, and yet all of us are dying for someone to listen to us. That's deep. Preach, by so, the way. Preach. I'm hearing it. <laughs> yeah, ask, you know, tell me your story and then just listen. Don't be thinking about what you're going to say next. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we don't hear people. We're always thinking about what we're going to say say next. Mm-hmm. Look, take the pressure off. Forget about that. Yeah, just listen. People don't care what you're going to say anyway. Yeah, yeah. So just, just let that go. And then the third thing is... At the end, what I think is the end of the conversation, I like to ask, how can I help you? Nice. Nice. How can I help you? And, and, and then the- I want to come from that. I want to come from that philosophy, that framework, uh, framework of, look, we're not here having this cup of coffee because I want to tell you how you can help me. Mm-hmm. We're here because I want to find out how can I help you? Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. You know, there's another thing you do on, on, on social media. You mentioned Twitter and so on and everybody shouting, um, you know, talking about themselves. I have noticed, and you might be surprised that I've been watching this, but I have noticed that you have a tendency to just ask a question on social mm-hmm. media. And, and then everybody rushes to answer you, uh, Dan. That is a strategy right there. You're, you're asking a question. You're not boasting about anything. You're just saying, Hey, what is this topic? Yeah. You know, and I, I love to join your questions. You've probably seen that. Is there a strategy yeah. behind that? Or what do you, what is, what do you see as the role of education? Because I think that's kind of what you're doing. You're teaching through those yeah. questions. Well, I think part of that goes to also my, my coaching training. So I am a certified executive coach. And, and when I have done one-on-one coaching, or if someone just wants to talk with me, you know, about what's going on in their life now and, and, um, you know, want some coaching about that. Uh, the best coaches in the world simply ask questions. Nice. It's like going to a therapist. If you've ever gone to a therapist or to a, to a counselor, uh, to a psychologist, uh, what do they do? They, they ask you a question and then you talk for 30 minutes and write them a check for $200. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, what, you know, what, what a great business that is. But there is so much power in, in asking questions. And, and I think, uh, Dr. Paley, I, I, I think that the power is because we live in a day and age, going, going back to what I said earlier, people want to be heard. Mm. They want mm. to be listened to. Absolutely. And, and, and if you're that kind of person, they're going to love you for it. Yeah, they, they need a friend. In fact, um, I wrote a song called I'll Be Your Friend, and I played it at one of your last events. You probably remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. I love that song. You, you know, Dan, let, let's talk about your story. I know we've talked about how you got here. But could you yeah. share a story of a current, maybe maybe a recent client of yours, or maybe a recent relationship of yours that has really been successful? And I'll let you decide if you want to name anything or or not name anything. But just tell us a story of success that you've experienced recently. 
Yeah. So, um, well, you know, uh, can I give a shout out to somebody that you know and, and we both know? Absolutely. So, absolutely. So, uh, uh, John Schober. Oh, yeah. Uh, maximize, yes. maximize others. I know you know John. Uh, so, John and I, you know, we met, uh, you know, over, over two years ago, I know, uh, maybe three now. And uh, we had a cup of coffee. I, I can remember we were sitting at La Madeleine, uh, mm-hmm. not too far from me here, having a cup of coffee. And 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 he's a coach. Uh, he's been uh, uh, for years now helping helping executives in transition. Now he wears a couple of other hats. He's also uh, uh, ha- has a, a medical product uh, that that is that is revolutionary. He's working with a company on that. But yes, and, and I remember you know, having, having that cup of coffee with him. I think he brought his kids with him. A couple oh, of his really? kids. <laughs> yeah, he's got I don't know. 20 kids. I don't know how many kids. <laughs> hey, John, if you're hearing this, uh, he said that, not me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> By the way, uh, he, people should know that John Schober is actually one of my favorite people too. So um, we know him yeah, well. Yeah. We know him very well. And, and we had a cup of coffee together and, and I thought to myself, I really like this guy. I really like this guy. So, you know, at any time that I've been able to, I tell other people about John Schober. And, and, and then... Um, there's a question that I ask him that I ask virtually everybody in my database right now. I ask this question. Look, uh, you know, we've got uh, 14,000 realtors here uh, in Austin. But if you or someone you know, someone you cared about was buying or selling a home, uh, do you have a great agent that you would introduce themselves to? Mm. And if they say, yeah, we do. Then I say, hey, great, good. You know, God bless you. I'm, I'm glad they're, they're a great agent. But if they say no, then I say, you know what? I'd love to earn the right uh, to become that agent for you. And I'd, I'd love to build a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. So John was one of those that said, sure, that's fine. And, and then later, uh, the pastor of his church was uh, uh, leaving Austin and moving up to Waxahachie up near Dallas. I can't spell that. Yeah, um, me neither. <laughs> by, uh, by the way, Waxa something. Yeah. Anyway, Waxa. And so John uh, introduced me uh, to them. I met, I listed their home, sold their home. Uh, we had multiple offers on it, helped them get moved. And, and they've become, you know, r- raving fans. And then a, sh- a short time ago, a few weeks ago, John referred someone else from his church. And I'm not going to mention the name, but a lady whose husband passed away, unfortunately, about six months ago. And so... Um, I, I went and met with her. Now she's over an hour away. I typically wouldn't go that far uh, for a new client other than uh, this was a referral. Mm. So I went and met with her. Some things needed to be done to the home. So uh, I connected her with about four other vendors and, and they've been helping her. And now she said, you know what? Uh, it's too soon for me to move and, and I'm not going to do anything right now. And I said, that's great. Hey, look, I'm on standby. Let's hit the pause button. Uh, whenever you're ready, you know, I'm happy to help you. So John is, uh, you know, John's become a great referral partner. Now I've included him in many of the things. He comes to events that mm-hmm. I host. Mm-hmm. He also, I, I have uh, a, a volunteer board of advisors mm. that I meet with on a regular basis. And John has been a part of that board. So our relationship has just grown. It, you know, it's, there's synergy there. Uh, I'm a cheerleader for him and what he's doing, and I, I know he is for me too. So that's a great story, and and that's what I want to build in with the people that are in my database. Now, database is just you know that's a technical term. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it just means I have contact information. That doesn't mean I have relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and although I use the word database, when I speak of it, really, 99% of the time, I, I just say my relationships. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the key. You know, and, and I can I can tell that that's the key. Um, you know, one of the things that's interesting uh, for me, Dan, is the idea that you learn much more sometimes from people in different industries than yours. So, for example, mm-hmm. even though you and I don't market or sell the same thing, I'm a student of yours when it comes to relationship building and marketing. And I think anyone listening to this should recognize that you may, you don't have to be, you know, a, a real estate broker or developer like, like, like Dan is to recognize the power of this human connection that, that he, he really works hard for. On that note, Dan, do you have any current projects or something you're excited about that you're doing right now that you want to share? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, people are familiar with NLP. So NLP stands for New- Neuro Linguistic Programming. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody knows Tony Robbins, right? And he is a master of NLP. And NLP is about using, uh, learning to, to structure your, your language patterns to have greater influence with others. Interesting. Now, there, there, many people are afraid of NLP because NLP can be, I'm, it's one of those, it's like, um, it's like a fire. It's like woo woo. Fire can be used for good. Yeah, like no, we, we can, some people we think can, it's some people think it's in the category of woo woo. Like it's it's just yeah, mindset yeah, right. stuff. It's way out there. I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so fire can be used for good. We can cook our food in it, or 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 fire can be used, uh, you know, for for bad. You could burn burn down someone's house. So NLP, you take somebody like. Uh, you know, uh, infamous in, in history, Adolf Hitler, I, I would imagine he was probably a, a master of NLP and he knew how to persuade the masses, right, yes. to do evil. Yes. Uh, so NLP is is simply how we communicate and it does involve the structure of our communication, the structure of sentences uh, and, and, and a variety of things in order to have influence with others. So the way that I use that in my business is a lot of times people will get in their own way. Mm. I mean, they, they have a goal. They want to sell their home, but they can get in their own way. For instance, if, if they want to overprice the home mm-hmm. and, and, and if it doesn't sell. So my goal is help them to be realistic, help them to understand the market, help them to price it so they get top dollar, but so that it doesn't languish language on the market. Mm-hmm. So, so many agents will go in and they don't know what to do, what to say. So they, what do you want to list your home at? Well, I don't want to list it at 500 when it's worth, you know, 400. Mm-hmm. And so they list the home. It stays on the market for six months. It doesn't sell. Did that agent help that client? No. Absolutely not. No, he did They've not. wasted six months of their life. Yeah. Right. So what I'm trying to do is become a more uh, proficient, a more expert communicator and influencer uh, with people that I care about, that I truly, truly want to help them to achieve their goals. You know, you know, Dan, what you what you just expressed, I really appreciate the focus on ethics because um, I deal with the same challenge when I teach people about narrative psychology. You know, that's my my expertise is the psychology thing, and you can use psychology to hurt people. <laughs> you yeah. literally, yeah. you know, but at the same time, psychology works. That's why people buy things and. 
you do need to understand that if you're going to be selling things. So thank you for that focus on ethics. We do have to be careful with the power that we're acquiring um, as marketers or sellers. Um, what does success look like for, for your uh, ultimate client, if you will, or the people that you've built relationships with? What do you want them to, to feel uh, in terms of having worked with you or, or experienced you? What does success look like after working with Dan Forbes? Yeah. So um, I heard two questions here. So yeah, I, I, let me, I'm, let me I'm really throwing them at you today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so when my clients, with my clients, success is achieving their goal. I mean, wh- whatever the goal is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, the buying or selling the house, that's just a transaction. But, it, you know, if the goal is getting moved to San Antonio because there's family there and they've been missing their family desperately and they want to get reunited with their family. So I, I, I like to ask, I, I like to, I like to dig deeper uh, with people. So, you know, I'll, I'll ask the question. So tell me where you're moving to. We're moving to San Antonio. So what's important about moving to San, San Antonio? Well, we're moving to San Antonio because it's important for us to get closer to our family. Mm. And then, Hey, so that I really understand, uh, you know, the importance of all of this to you. Ultimately, what's it going to do for you to get moved to San Antonio and closer with your family? Well, my mom's dying from cancer Mm. and, and we need to be there to be support for my dad and for my mom. Wow. I mean, that's different from just saying I'm moving to San Antonio. Yeah, that's deep. So you know, so it's about it's about helping people to achieve their their ultimate goal, their deep their deepest goal, and then in in just all my relationships who are not clients yet, <laughs> um, it, it, it's it's I subscribe to the philosophy of Zig Ziglar, uh, who I got to hear in person many times, who would say, if you help enough other people get what they want in life, you can have everything you want in life. Wow. That that is just so so amazing. You know the the idea that you seek not only to be someone who helps people in terms of business and their goals, but also to be a friend, a friend who listens and yeah. and cares. Powerful stuff, Dan. How can people reach you to learn from from you to be a friend with you to connect with you? What's the best way for people to find you? Yeah, well, well, my name is Dan Forbes. My middle initial is V, which stands for Vents. So the best way to find me is danvforbes.com. Oh, That's the best way to find me. Dan, and everything, v, v, Dan, Dan v, v Forbes. Forbes.com. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. And so my, my, that's your, yeah. your website, correct? Yeah, that's my website and all my contact information is there. Now, now I know that you're also active on, on Facebook. Do you, do you have a, a page or maybe a, a URL that you like to send people to? Yeah. So uh, my business page is Dan Forbes Realtor. Uh, my, my personal uh, profile, uh, just, you know, just look for Dan Forbes in, in Cedar Park, Texas. Um, Twitter is uh, Twitter uh, forward slash Dan V Forbes. So, so, that, so that's the same. Uh, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, of course, uh, under under the name name Dan Forbes. Okay. Uh, LinkedIn uh, forward slash. Uh, I think it's Daniel Forbes on LinkedIn. I've forgotten what it is. We'll we'll, we'll have some of those in there. Really easy to find. They go to my website and they'll find social media links there on my website. Yeah, and we'll also put some links uh, on on our uh, our pages that uh, okay. this is shown on. You know, in closing, Dan, if you had 
to boil down, and this is a tough question, okay, all of your experience, <laughs> um, into, a, into a few nuggets of advice that you would give to people who want to get better at marketing through relationships or referrals and networking. What would your final one or two or three nuggets of advice be? Well, let me just tell a story about William Booth that was the founder of the Salvation Army. Hmm. Um, which is which is a tremendous organization, right? It's helped people so many, so many people. So back in the in, in the day and age where we were sending telegrams back and forth, um, every letter that the telegrapher tapped out cost you money. That that's how you paid for a, a telegraph. Yeah, and the Salvation Army didn't have much money, and so he would send out a Christmas message every year to all of the uh, uh, volunteers. Uh, and staff. And because of the Great Depression, uh, sending a telegraph is much more expensive. And so his messages got smaller and smaller until one year he sent out the message that said one word, others. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. That's it. Others. That, that's it. Focus on, on others. others. Dan, you... Okay, I've got goosebumps here, okay? Was this church? I felt so, like, inspired by this last one you shared. Oh, my goodness. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Big Ticket Clients Show. I wish you much, much more continued success, and thanks for being my friend. Absolutely, and thank you, Dr. Pele. It's been a great pleasure to be here, and uh, how can I help you? Ah, (laughs) you got me on that one. Thank you so much, Dan. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks for tuning in to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast. For more episodes and strategies, visit BigTicketClients.com. That's www.BigTicketClients.com. And remember, you can't catch a whale with a worm.